Hi, welcome to Living with Tole, where we provide new ideas, strategies, and inspiration to help you connect to presence, even through the challenges of everyday life. I'm Leo Ristamuno. And I'm Greg Larson. On this episode of Living with Tole, our conversation centers around natural beauty. We discuss how nature reflects back to us how to be present in the moment. We explore how nature can be a portal to the now by inspiring breathtaking moments of no thought. And we talk about life itself and how connecting to the inner aliveness in nature, pets, and young children can help us honor the life force and other human beings around us. You can find more resources and watch the video version of the podcast at our website, livingwithtolade.com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Another episode of Living with Tole. We are recording again here in Laguna Beach. We took this opportunity to uh, continue our uh, our inspired moment and uh, the time that we got together to record yet another episode. So this is a few hours after the previous episode <laughs> in real time, but you're listening to it probably a week apart. So we just couldn't resist. It's so beautiful here. <laughs> it's so beautiful here, that's for sure, yes. So today we're going to talk about uh, natural beauty and how it can inspire us in different ways. That's going to be the theme for, for today. Uh, of course, if you're enjoying our, our podcast, uh, we encourage you to uh, stop by the iTunes store while you're there and, and drop in uh, some reviews and some, some feedback. That would be great. That uh, would be great, yeah. It's great to uh, spread the, the word on this. Uh, so what we're going to do now is cut to a medium shot so you can see our faces better. <laughs> and um, we're going to continue talking about natural beauty. We're in a place of absolute breathtaking beauty uh Laguna listen to that right there breathtaking it literally creates that gap yes so that we're so looking for in our days that gap yes. in our thinking where there's a moment of no thought you're looking at something so beautiful it's just like <gasps> right there's this stillness and presence and then finally being aware of what that is and then beginning to harness that beginning to harness your time in nature right for those moments of no thought Right. Being aware of that and allowing them to grow and expand so it can actually be several moments of just looking at nature and just observing it and being drawn in by it, interacting with it and moving away from the you know, mental labeling or, yes. or not even looking over in that direction at beauty and yet you're in your mind so heavily you have no idea that the sun is shining That's or that right. there's a, a surf down there you know, crashing against the shore. You're so in your head. And so really using natural beauty as a way to draw out presence mm -hmm. from within. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's cut to medium. Okay, so here we are in medium. <laughs> we're having fun here with a single camera and no camera operator, so we're having to do all of this. Uh, by the way, we forgot to mention this at the beginning, but if you're listening to this podcast, if you haven't picked it up yet, this is another one of our video podcasts, okay? So if you want to take a look at us, uh, you know, in the full glory of the space around us, uh, then certainly visit the uh, the website livingwithtole.com and click on the video and you'll be able to there, see our shining faces here and the, the beauty all around us. And what we're going to do in this one is I'm going to go around this area. Uh, by the way, this little area that we're filming is called Treasure Island in the town of Laguna Beach. Uh, if any of you happen to be by the area, certainly encourage you to stop by. I've brought my kids here and they love it. It's a beautiful space full of... Uh, uh, nooks and crannies and, and, and rock formations and sea life and flowers and beautiful vistas and the kids absolutely love it. So that kind of 
you know, the ability to explore and to feel free. It's just a beautiful space. So I highly recommend uh, anybody visiting this area stop by Laguna Beach. Yes. So don't. Uh, even though we cut to medium and, and, and narrowed the scope of what you see around us, we'll get back to some of that beauty and some shots that I'll take afterward for your pleasure. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so let's get back to that. We were talking about how nature can be inspiring and, and how does Tole see the role of nature as something that can inspire us? Yeah, well, you know, the, the one beauty of nature is that there's no ego mm. in nature. You know, I was even just looking down here at the ocean. You know, it's the ocean is so powerful. It has such force. If you're out in there in the ocean, there's some bigger waves. I mean, it'll knock you down just like that. It has such sure. power, such force. And yet it's so humble. Water is so humble. Mm. So at the same time, it's expressing itself fully for what it is. Mm. And there's yet, because there's no ego in it, it's just allowing itself to be. It's expressing its force. It's fulfilling its calling in life. And yet it's not, uh, you know, when it, it crashes against the shore, it doesn't say, this damn shoreline has been getting in my way for 25 million years and I'm so sick of You know, there's no complaint in the ocean. There's right, no right. ego. There's no, you know, thought. It's nature. All of it is just, it's just reflecting back to, has the opportunity if you're present to reflect back to humans mm. what life is like when you're at ease with life. Right. When you're just being your full expression, whether that's a plant and you're flowering or the ocean or a tree or, you know, this mountain, whatever it is, it's just being its full expression, present, available, aware, giving, receiving. You know, there's, there's nothing uh, interrupting that flow. Right, there's right, nothing right. impeding that. Whereas as, as a human being, we've been, you know, blessed with, I guess, maybe you could look at it that way in the long run. This condition that takes us out of the present moment, that takes us out of our natural, you know, our, our inclination or our intuition or our, our, you know, our normal state, which would be to fully interact with nature just as nature interacts with us. Right, right, right. So there's um, the, the, he talks about a, a, a flower just being. Right? Isn't that uh, a metaphor that, that Tolle uses? Um, you look at the beauty of a flower and a flower just is. You know, it just is. And, and it, is, it's, it is life in a way without any backstory, without any future story. It just is the natural essence of, of life as it, as it grows, as it develops, as it shows uh, uh, beauty. Um, and so it's something that, um, that can be inspiring for us to be able to observe that life in its purest state. You know. Um, and a reminder of what it is to have life be in, a, in, a, in an unclassified state. You know, That's we right. were joking earlier about That's how right. our daily life kind of, you know, well, you, you were talking about uh, how we have to put life in Excel sheets. And, and you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We, you know, our, our, you know, our, our whole, you know, the whole venture of science and the whole venture of technology and, and the way we live with life is to sort of conquer it, classify it, and this is the way it's been. You know, philosophy of science: classify it, know it, control it manipulated and you know the pressure then to do things with nature and with you know obviously wow. we harness it right in a lot of different ways um, but but life and nature is just you know it's just something you can't do in a PowerPoint presentation you know you can't know all of it and in, in two days you know and, and, and classify it all well not even by your a deep desire to know it mm. there is a what a key element that's missing is an experience of it Right. So, you know, that can be the trap of knowing. You may know everything about, a, a, you know, a palm tree. You know, it's 
all the different chemicals that make it up and all the different biological aspects of it and how right. how long a typical tree lives and how wide a typical tree gets and right. you know all these things about it and yet know all of that and you know a, an encyclopedia full of information mm. and yet never really fully be present with a palm tree and just sense its aliveness because mm. even that tree is an alive organic being you know right. similar to me and it it it, it uh, you know it lives a life. It it's, it starts with a seed, yeah. similar to us, and it grows and it sprouts and it's nurtured and fed, and it reaches its potential. And then something comes along and it naturally dies, just like human beings do. So it right, right. has a life, and it's a, there's a life force within that. Right. And so, you know, not that we need to glorify them or you know make it anything more special than what it is, but just honor and acknowledge what it is, right, right. and allow it to be a reflection of something that's at ease and at peace with life right right so it is life it is life like yeah it are, is life it is life, life yeah and it's a different form of life and 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 uh and so acknowledging we're, we're looking at a palm tree in front of us yeah. that's why we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why we're referring to the palm tree here uh, so that we talked about earlier about breathtaking right and and something that and i think eckhart has an analogy and i don't remember if it was one of the videos or audios where he talks about the moment you first see an animal in the forest. I don't know if you remember mm. hearing that or, or reading about that, where you know, you're walking through a forest, you, you encounter this animal, there's this split second before your mind classifies it, before your mind identifies what it is, there's a split second of this moment of honoring another life form, honoring life. Mm. There's a, a moment there that is this awareness of life without knowing life, without classifying life, if I remember the analogy correctly. Yeah. Um, and so the, the idea of something being breathtaking, you know, you, you, know, you're, you encounter the, the Grand Canyon, or you, you, you look closely, closely at the minute details of a flower. I mean, grab a flower from any garden anywhere around you. It does not have to be Laguna Beach. Anywhere yeah. around you, just grab a flower, look closely at it and watch, watch its life, watch the beauty of it and, and watch its different forms. and. Um, it's design. It's the designs are so intricate and powerful and mm -hmm. and uh, creative and dynamic. Just right. powerful. And and before there's there's that moment, right? It, it, see if you can elaborate that for us. That moment of uh, being the watcher, the silent watcher that recognizes life or recognizes, you know, before thought happens. That moment that he always talks about. I think you know there, he describes it in terms of being able to. to he describes nature as a place where that can happen. That's you know? right. Uh, and so he encourages that, that, that encounter with nature. Correct. And so that would be, you know, your challenge then, no matter if you're living in New York City or if you're living in the country or no matter, you know, where your environment is, how can you bring, you know, how can you interact with, you know, with natural beauty? How can you bring flowers into your space? You know, how can you, uh, how can you make time in your life to go to Central Park or to go to the, hills of Laguna or to go, you know, to, to be in nature. The bayous of New Orleans. The bayous the, of New, New Orleans. Whatever it might be, Louisiana, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. form it might be, right? That's yeah. right. And really making space to, to, and then when you're in nature, when you're walking in nature, not just, just going there to walk, to, uh, you know, put on, you know, some sort of music, not that you shouldn't do that, but to do something and then to use it as a chance to think, but actually to go in nature and to use it as a chance to have presence be drawn out of you, mm. to to be conscious enough so when you go out into nature, when you go to the ocean, that you're not just walking along the beach absorbed in thought, then you happen to look up and go, oh wow, that's right, I'm walking along the ocean. Yeah, okay. 
and you're back down again, you know, thinking about that project or work or that fight you had with your right. wife or whatever that may be, you know, when you take time to be in nature, to, uh, to engage nature, to observe it, to sense it without thought and allow it to be a reminder of how dynamic and how alive life is. Mm. And it is a med meditative practice to do that. It can be, yeah. And yeah. so, and, and in terms of fostering and cultivating that state of, of presence in your everyday life, making time during the day or during the week to find nature in some form around you um, and, and experiencing that, that separation from the thought, you know, that encounter that's a sort of present encounter with nature. Um, because, I, and I have to say, this is interesting because we were bringing the, the camera up here to this, these bluffs to, to, to film. And here we are surrounded by natural beauty and uh, just on the other side of this where we're filming, I'm watching a gigantic crane. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out that they were doing some construction work right here. And so they were, as we were setting up the, the camera and the microphones, we realized, oh no, we're going to have the noise of the construction, you know? And there was that tension, oh, how do I fix this? And then later on, we found another spot and we went down to the beach and one of the microphones wasn't working, you know? And so there was this moment where I got, I got caught up in the cycle of I have to fix this problem, I got to do this and that. And there's this like anxiety that kind of started to emerge, even though I was surrounded by <laughs> an absolute paradise, you know? So... It'll happen, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not to say that you escape, you know, nature by itself will not help you escape your inner stories, your ego, and, and, and how it'll grab you, and, and your problems, and your life situations, as Eckhart calls them. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it, it sure helps in breaking the hold that these situations have on your life. That's correct. You know? So it's not a panacea, it's not gonna fix everything, you know, nobody's saying go out and live in the middle of the forest, you know, but if you're able to create those moments where you can actually take the breath, realize, wow, there is, this is beautiful. This is, even with, before classifying it as beautiful, you know, just, yeah. um, then, it just is, it yeah. Just is, it just yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and stopping those stories from really taking a hold again, um, which in those stories, like I said, they can take hold of you even in the most beautiful of paradises, you know? Um, so, so, um, and although we haven't touched on this yet, I know it's very important to Eckhart. I think actually his new book, from what I gather, is going to be about pets. But mm. even, you know, we've been talking about nature, about the ocean and, and plants and stuff like that. But even your pets, you know, pets typically, you know, they live very organically in life. They're always interacting with life. They're always accepting, you know, how life is unfolding in that moment. And so, you know... Even when you're with your pet, allowing your pet to evoke presence within you, allowing them to be a mirror of what it is to live in the moment, what it is to enjoy this moment and to fully rest in that moment and to, you know, run crazy and wild in this moment. And, you know, they just, they're fully in the moment, fully trusting that, you know, their needs are going to be met, you know, that life's going to unfold in a way that will allow them to thrive and be happy. And so to, to, so to honor your pet's, as reminders of presence. Hmm. And then when you're petting your pet, you know, allow that experience to happen. When you're, when you're engaging your pet, allow their presence and their aliveness to call forth your aliveness. You know, and he'll even mention that, you know, some people who are gruff and mean and, and agitated, and then they get with their dog and they turn into, you know, yeah. very gentle and, you know, they love their dog so much because yeah, their yeah. dog doesn't, you know, doesn't, uh, agitate them where it's not you know it's it's there's not that similar interaction that happens with other human beings so mm. and the interesting thing is i mean something i just 
spoke to me when you said that was the idea that you know petting your pet and for a lot of people it, you know the I don't pet my pet because I don't have one but but my kids you know that's the you know and and the love that they give it's almost like a you know, they also don't have the same egoic structures fully developed yet. And so yeah. kids can have this purity about them, yeah. which is akin to the purity of a flower or of, a beauty, of the purity of a, of a plant or purity of the ocean being. You know, in the case of my little baby, of course, who's now eight months old, you know, sometimes I, I still look at him and think, wow, this is a pure life form without backstory, without forward future story. It just is. Yeah. And he expresses himself fully, and, uh, and, 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 and I hold him, and I have the honor of holding him and walking wow. him to sleep, and the honor of changing him whenever he needs to be changed, and, and helping him unfold and develop his life, um, the honor of feeding him, and, and in interacting with the, a life form that is so pure, um, again, it's, it's a reflection of what life could be, or what life is, without the egoic structures, the backstories, the drama. That's it's right. almost like before the drama sets in, right? It's almost before the baby knows that there's drama to be had. You know, That's right? right, before that, yeah. Um, so, so these moments, these connections, whether it's with a, a garden, you know, that you help to grow, whether it's with the flower bed that you help to foster and to, to nurture and to give water to, maybe it's just a window box outside of your apartment window in, in, in Philadelphia, wherever you may be uh, listening. Uh, or whether it's a visit to the ocean, a visit to the rivers of, of the mountains nearby, uh, um, even if it's just a pond, even if it's just observing the, the flowers, uh, the, 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 the water that falls from, from a rainfall and how the, the life that unfolds inside a puddle of a rainfall, you know, and then of course the pets, and then of course the children, and, and then you can take that appreciation and bring it fully to another human being, yeah. a fully grown egoic filled you know, <laughs> likely, yeah. human being, right? Because then once you cultivate that practice, you can see the purity of another full-grown human being. That's right. That essence is there. You the know. essence is there. And you can mm. recognize it more fully and you can pre create a stop, right? Before your egoic structure interacts with their egoic structure, between your defenses go up, before your dramas start to combat each other, your pain bodies start to interact, if you've been cultivating that presence with your child, with your pet, with your garden, with nature all around you, you know, it'll be a quicker moment, a quicker um, acknowledgement of the life form inside another human being. That's right. And that could be your boss, it could be your coworkers, it could be your wife, it could be your sister, your brother, your husband. Um, you know, that same life force is there. You know, so cultivating presence through nature in its purest form, so to speak, will allow you to cultivate that presence with nature in its purest forms as it's manifested in the human beings around you. <laughs> wow, I love well, that. <laughs> I, I, I find that, that, you know, being with my baby, I mean, Lucas, yeah. the little boy, is just um, tremendous, you know, just to have that connection uh, and just to, to hold that pure life form. Um, and then I'm, I, I'm very... When I'm, when I'm at that moment, then I look up and I see my wife, and then there's a different respect for my partner because not only is my wife a co-partner in developing, fostering this life, she created this life form. Mm -hmm. um, there's that respect for that, but there's also this acknowledgement of this baby, the life force in this baby is also the life force in her. And so whatever problems or, or mm -hmm. you know, dialogues or arguments or troubles we may have had, they almost dissipate there for a moment because I'm able to acknowledge that, you know. Yeah. Same thing with coworkers. It's happened to me, you know, or so 
that's my tip for the day. <laughs> there you go. I think so. Just when you, you know, you know, we encourage you, even if it's just for the next week or, you know, however, you begin, however you want to begin mm. approaching it, to just begin acknowledging that nature can be a powerful reflection of presence, yes. of aliveness, which yes. is ultimately the same aliveness as you. That's and right. So how can you begin interacting with nature, begin interacting with your pets or just natural beauty in a way where you're bringing an intention that it's going to, you know, remind you to be present, that it's mm -hmm. going to allow, it's going to draw out of you your own state of presence. And what you just mentioned sparked another thing because we're going from nature to flowers to pets to children to your partner. Ultimately, you're honoring the life around you, but you're also honoring the life within you. Sure, your and body's that a natural... Ultimately, yeah. is, is this sense of love for thyself, you yes. know? And, and taking care of your body temple, you know, as, as some people refer to it, taking care of your life essence, respecting your life essence and the intuitions that your life essence brings to you. Um, so this cultivation of presence and honoring life uh, becomes almost a universal practice that you respect the life force that is in, that we are. It's not in us, but we are that life force. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Without it, my brain wouldn't be thinking right now, formulating <laughs> thoughts, and my mouth wouldn't be moving. I mean, it's enabling this right. process to happen. Right, right. And it, it is the space between me and you as you're hearing this. I mean, it right. enables everything. Right, right. And it's, you know, it's, the, it's not only life force, but it's an intelligence. So I don't have to mm. beat my heart for me. I don't have to breathe for me. You know, I don't mm. have to, you know, uh, cleanse my body for me. I don't have to do anything because it's being done automatically mm. because it's such a vast awesome intelligence working in our life and so uh, you know allowing nature to remind us of that mm -hmm. that you know this how beautiful creation is indeed so there you have it yes i think so thank you for listening to uh i think this is episode 16 now episode 16 yes and with that we'll take a deep breath and just sort of enjoy the air around us and the beauty around us and and send you very kind regards and hope that you're able to cultivate this presence in the same way, finding the beauty around you and the nature around you in your everyday life. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us.